Lori Drager, by the way. That's yes. always good to start yes. off with, let people know who we're actually talking to. And so it's Women's History Month, so I want to know your history. It feels wrong that I don't already. Well, I grew up about five miles from here. Okay. okay. In Spring Lake. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was born in Holland, but as soon as my parents graduated from Hope College, mm -hmm. My dad's first job was working for Spring Lake Schools, oh. and so we moved to Spring Lake. And um, I was the second graduating class from Spring Lake. It was a wondrous place to grow up, mm -hmm. as you know, from having had a chance to, been, to be here for a few years. Um, after high school, I went to Hope College. Mm -hmm. And after Hope College, I graduated in a year where teaching jobs were a little scarce. So mm -hmm. you went to where the teaching jobs were. So I ended up taking a teaching job mm -hmm. um, east of Ann Arbor in a little town called Belleville. It was one of those things where when I graduated from Hope, I graduated with a secondary degree and I was a government major. But unfortunately, in 1971, they were looking for football coaches yeah. who were male, who had mm. government degrees. And so I went back and got my elementary certificate as well. And so started teaching sixth grade over, you know, by, oh. in the Detroit area. Ended up moving back to this area, worked at Caroline Tech Center for a while and then came to Spring Lake Schools in 1995 mm -hmm. as the Director of Community Education. Started up the KISS program, started oh. up the Alternative Education program, um, started up the theater program with a very young Mr. Tooney, <laughs> who is still terrific, just as he was in high school. And um, when the new high school was built, I was given the opportunity to become the media specialist. Mm -hmm. So I went back and got my master's degree and here I am, still happy and still loving every single day. Like what's the best what's the best part about Spring Lake for you? Or West Michigan maybe in general? You know, we have such beauty around us and I think that until you leave here and just like I went over and taught near the Detroit area. Mm -hmm. It was just fine, but absolutely, this area is beautiful as far as our lakes mm -hmm. and the forests, and, and it just has so much to offer. I've been fortunate that my kids also went to Spring Lake schools, mm -hmm. so, so my mom and dad taught or were principals. My dad was ultimately the superintendent here in Spring Lake. So they had 64 years into Spring Lake Public Schools. Oh this is my 21st year. So you mentioned family. Yes. How, like, can you talk about your kids at all? Absolutely. I have three kids. I have a daughter who lives out near Lake Tahoe. She's a pharmacist. Oh, cool. I have a son who lives in San Diego. He works in the mortgage industry. And I have a daughter who just moved back to Spring Lake about a year ago. And she happens to work part-time over in central office. So I have four grandchildren, two boys and two girls. And they are perfect, absolutely perfect. 
And I should probably mention that I have a perfect husband as well. His name is Rich. He is a golfer, and he's always happy too. So as I grew up, it was a much different time. It was a time when parents never had to think about whether or not, you know, well, my daughter or my son, you know, is going to walk downtown to Spring Lake yeah. by themselves. They're only eight or nine years old. I'm not going to worry about it. Mm. I probably knew 20 or 30 people along the way to walk, you yeah. know, to downtown yeah. Spring Absolutely. Lake. Rode my bike all around mm. Fall Street, Winter Street, because I had yeah. best friends who lived over there. So it was one of those times when People knew you. It wasn't a large community, but people understood how important it was to look out for other people. And I think our community has grown, but we still look out for people. And so another thing that I really respect about you is how you're such a fierce advocate for like super, not controversial, but important issues that are happening like women's rights and Black History Month, March is Reading Month, like I'm seeing all these book things out there and it's so awesome. And you're also part of the LGBTQ awareness group and you do book readings there and everything. And so what is it just, I guess, can you talk about your like my Very passion, passion to, <laughs> like for the rights of people and acceptance? And I don't know when it was that something within me kind of sparked. And mm -hmm. it, it may have been when I was at Hope College, having grown up in Spring Lake, not a very culturally diverse area, mm -hmm. going to Hope College, um, perhaps it doesn't sound like going 30 miles away is going to open your eyes to, you know, more diversity and everything. But actually, Hope College offered me an opportunity to meet people, a lot of people from the eastern part of the United States, but also from other countries of the world. I was always fascinated that I really knew so very little about what it was like to live other places and what other cultures appreciated. Having gone into education, I think that I was sparked by kids being so excited to learn. I mean, knowledge is such power. And when kids have that knowledge, I think that they can start to become more aware of their surroundings. Mm -hmm. They can understand that, gosh, everybody has a story. And so I think because I so strongly believe that having knowledge can make you not just smarter, but a bigger person. Mm -hmm. I thought it would be interesting to start to share some information about black history. Mm -hmm. And we always put out displays in the media center yeah. and everything. But then I talked to our principal and just said, you know, I'd like to do some broadcasts. And so what we started doing were short little broadcast clips in the morning. All the teachers had to turn to a certain channel mm -hmm. and we would do short broadcasts. Yeah. And then I got real pushy and I said, well, do you think that we could show some videos? And so what we did was we set up during Black History Month five or six videos that all the classes would tune into mm -hmm. so that everybody was getting the same information. Because when you stop and think about it, 
your circumstances are different from mine, mm -hmm. are different from every other person's. Mm -hmm. And so our context for looking at information or knowing things really is all based upon where we've come from. Mm -hmm. And until we can share some of those ideas and have the same understanding yeah. of those ideas, I think it's really hard to appreciate not only what we have, but perhaps the struggles that some other people yeah. have gone through. It's such an empowering thing mm -hmm. to have knowledge. Tolerance is such an important word. And um, I first put up the tolerance signs in the hallway, I don't know, maybe five or six years ago. Getting people to think about the word tolerance. I mean, what should we be tolerant of? It's, it's something that if we focus on tolerance, I think about, oh my goodness sakes, I would imagine that we would smile at each other more. Yeah. We'd be more patient <laughs> with each other. Tolerance, patience, you know, appreciation mm -hmm. for the situations that other people are in, yeah. I think is something that's also empowering. Yeah. Harder to bully someone when you know what's going on. Oh. Isn't that yeah, just that's when they so true? Yeah. Yes, yes. And yeah. appreciating the fact that we're all different yeah. because, oh, it would be so boring if it was just you and me and a hundred clones yeah. of us. <laughs> appreciating those differences is an empowering thing. Yeah. It is also March Reading Month and you are yes. a fantastic librarian. What are a few books? I know that's a super, super hard question that just pop out to you. Um, a few books. Um, Book Thief. Mm. I love Book Thief. To Kill a Mockingbird. Um, you know, I've probably reread those books multiple times, and I don't care. It's just, they're <laughs> terrific. I am a huge fan of Tinker Tailor's Soldier Spy. Oh. They're mysteries, and um, John LeClaire is the, Lacar is the author. I have read so many books that have given me peace of mind that, no, number one, I'm not crazy. Yeah. Other people think the same thing. It's okay to be afraid. It's okay to not be sure of yourself. And so many times you can feel better after you read a book. And I think that that humanness mm -hmm. in us that we don't give ourselves credit for, we don't have to be perfect. We can be stumbling around, but mm -hmm. just keep going. If you've yeah. never read from the mixed up files of Mrs. Basilie Frankweiler, I don't care if you're 10, 20, 50, whatever. You need to read this book. Like who or what or what movies did you really just like inspired you when you were a teenager? I would turn on the radio and could get a station out of Chicago mm -hmm. when I, I think I got the radio when I was in seventh grade mm -hmm. and so I could listen to all this great music. So this was back in the 60s, right? So mm -hmm. music was coming into itself yeah. as far as rock and roll and everything. And, of course, the Beatles, when the Beatles came out and everything, I was totally hooked. Mm. I watched them on television when they performed on the Ed Sullivan Show. And I also thought it was cool that there were girl groups. Girls could go out and sing and be in a group. I thought that was just really rocking. 
You have to understand that I grew up in a period of time where Spring Lake did not offer sports for girls. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until Title IX came into being, and I was already out of high school, that school sports were available for girls. Mm -hmm. It was a time when women's rights and feminism was coming into its own. So I really kind of feel like I'm a product of my time yeah. because other women were speaking out at the time. How did you feel, if you can even like recall, because you might have not felt anything because it was so normal, mm -hmm. um, that like guys were allowed to do something that you weren't? This might sound totally flip, but <laughs> here's the deal. I guess that we didn't realize that it should be any different, yeah. but it used to really bother me that mm. when we played basketball in gym, mm. the girls could only dribble twice and they had to pass the ball. <laughs> it seems so silly, but it almost puts in context how silly it was not to have offerings for boys and girls. Yeah. If you see something and you don't think that it's equal, it might not be equal. Sometimes it just has to be fair. Mm. But I hope that you are strong and can stand up and go, you know what? I think that this should change. I wonder what I could do to change that. Don't ever doubt that you have the strength within you. Everybody has a voice. Any advice for anyone, just as an overall? It's so important to listen to other people. Mm -hmm. um, you may not think that you have a lot to say right now, so just listen. At some point, though, you will understand what you have to say is important. But I think that listening to what others have to say can help you. Just like I said, knowledge is power. When you listen, you gain knowledge. Mm -hmm. And when you feel comfortable, please use your voice. Please do that. Thank, Thank you. you so much, Mrs. Drager. That I've was enjoyed amazing. It. That was Thank amazing. you. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Share Chair. Stay tuned next week for a new one. Also, check us out on Facebook and Twitter for regular updates at The Share Chair. And if you're interested in having a piece of your writing or an experience shared on the podcast, contact Elise McGannon at 203-505 at springlakestudents.org.